Welcome back to another episode of Financial Fitness. I'm your host, Donald Raymond. Well, this is it. This is going to be the ninth and final episode of Season 1 for Financial Fitness. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as I have. So this is going to be the entire season wrapped up in the 15 minutes of Financial Fitness. If this is the first episode you've listened to and you hear something you like, I'm going to have all the episode titles listed in the description so you can reference that and go back and listen to one or all of the episodes. And I encourage you to, as I do every episode, apply at least one of these principles and just see what it does for your financial fitness level. Season two is going to kick off with budgeting, and then we're going to move through each of the steps all the way through the year of a well-rounded financial fitness program. I want to say thank you for your support, for your comments. It's been a great season. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I want to wish everyone a happy new year. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you in 2022. Welcome to Financial Fitness. I am your host, Donald Raymond. That's what this podcast is for. This is for encouragement. This is for anybody who is out there trying to find their way through the weeds. I'm not going to get into a budget conversation, but that's that's where we're going to be in this podcast. That's what we're going to talk about. So thank you for your, for your grace, for your patience, for your support. I used to say, and I still say it, but I think I mean something different by it now. Um, and the phrase is this. Anything worth doing is worth doing well. I think I took that phrase way out of context uh, in my immaturity, and I've learned over the years uh, and hopefully started to uh, realize and, um, and take um, a different direction, a different approach in my life, that perfection really is not necessary and is not almost ever going to be the expectation. If I don't even set the goal, then I don't fail because I don't even have a goal, right? So perfection does that to us. But please hear me. Perfection is not the goal. Action is the goal. Make a small change this week and learn from it. Make a bigger change next week. Learn from that. Repeat. Perfection is the enemy. So go out there and be your best. But let's not try to be perfect. Let's be okay just learning. And let's go make more mistakes than others are willing to. A connection to the income side of our personal equation. And what I mean is when you look at the hours that you're trading for dollars, look at it in the context of I need or I, I, am, I have a goal of earning a certain amount. And there's lots of different ways that I could achieve that goal. Uh, But within the context of my current employment, can I achieve that goal? How much earning potential, how much income potential is there based on your ability to perform the work? If you've made it this far, then you've heard me issue a challenge to all of you listening to this podcast. Self-evaluation, market analysis, the time you spend doing it is worth its weight in gold. I hope that you'll find this message 
inspirational and motivational because that is the goal of this podcast to bring inspiration and motivation to everyone who finds it. The name of the podcast is Financial Fitness and I and I got to that name because the idea that I was that I was sort of uh, working with when I was when I was trying out names for the show had to do with exercise. And so the idea of finances and fitness kind of fit well together and 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 when I talk about it and if I'm working one-on-one with somebody, I'll, I'll often use the analogy that we've, we've got to exercise a new muscle. And sometimes it's a muscle we haven't used maybe ever. Uh, sometimes we're recovering from an injury, and so we've got a little bit of atrophy to overcome. Other times it might be uh, just you know a weakened muscle that we haven't been exercising correctly or haven't been exercising recently. And we all know that getting back into the gym, that those first few times, waking those muscles back up, uh, or maybe using them for the first time, we get that soreness, right? And uh, and all of a sudden, it's hard uh, to kind of get through those those barriers. And so this idea of of exercising these financial muscles and overcoming those initial pains, those recovery pains, is worth it even through the discomfort. So here we are. It's the fifteenth of the month, and we're interacting with our budget and we're taking a look, right? So what are we looking for? Well, we want to look for how we've done, how we performed so far in the first 15 days of the month. Then we want to look at the next 15 days and make sure that nothing has come up that we didn't plan for. Don't force yourself to be so uh, proactive and so meticulous in your budgeting that you basically you plan to keep planning and you never stop planning. And so you never move into the, you know, the action phase of planning. And so you just keep getting ready to get ready and you never actually end up with a budget. You're never going to get it right, and that's the beauty of it. You're never going to get it right. It's perfection is the enemy. You heard that episode, uh, I think that was episode two. You know, once we get to the other side of that conversation, what other doors are available to you? What other opportunities are out there that you can now see because you don't have this thing called finances in the way? You don't have this thing called debt in the way. This entire show, by the way, is going to be focused on living on the other side of debt. But because we're interacting with it regularly, you're going to be able to make those little micro adjustments along the way, and you're going to take a lot of stress out of your life if you can apply these principles. And it's never perfect. Budgeting is a fluid, ongoing process, like so many other aspects of our lives. So just don't leave this one out, right? Budgeting is just one more thing that we want to manage proactively, that we want to manage intentionally. And that's a word you're going to hear on this show a lot. I'll leave you with this uh, final quote and idea which is find simplicity on the other side of complexity. Whenever you're approached or whenever you're looking at a complex situation, the only way to break it down into a manageable, tolerable uh, level that you can actually go after with conviction and authority is to simplify it. If it's not sustainable, you won't do it. Consistency, sustainability, simplicity, that's how we win. I'm reminded of a quote. Where your mind focuses, your feet will follow. The goal here is to provide some framework and suggestions on how to stop being normal and start being different. Another way to say it might be like this. Where your mind focuses, your wallet will follow. Your financial philosophy is how you view your money as it relates to your way of life. It's important that no matter what the application you remember, this is a marathon not a sprint. Spending, when it's done intentionally, 
can help you stay on track and continue to reward your newfound good behaviors or habits and fuel the energy that is related to the fitness goal of gains in your financial philosophy. So I've talked a lot about the financial philosophy, but what is it? It's true that your personal philosophy is as infinite as there are types of people and personalities, but here are some basic principles that I can talk through to help connect the idea of a financial philosophy to the actions associated with implementing this in your everyday life. Principle 1. Build your budget starting with income, and then fund your needs until all the income is consumed. Principle 2. Live on less than you earn. Principle 3. Prioritize the four walls. Principle 4. Get the whole family involved in decisions. And if you're single, find friends and family that will support your goals. Principle 5. Goal setting. Set goals that align with your values and actions that align with your goals. And principle 6. If there is something in your life that is causing you to stumble or revert to a bad habit... Remove it from your life. Remember, the goal that I am outlining is to be different. And if any of those statements or ideas ring true for you, then you are still normal. That is not to say that normal is bad or different is good. Normal is just normal. But normal in America today can be defined as more debt than income. If that's you, then today is the day that you can choose to start moving in a different direction. It is possible, and it starts today. Then this is your opportunity to make a radical change that will positively impact your financial fitness going into next year. I can assure you that if you put just a little effort into making this holiday season one of quality time rather than the best gift, you will find more joy, less stress, and a better focus on what really matters. You will smell all the holiday scents that linger while a meal is being prepared and far after it is consumed. The conversation will be more uplifting and the food might even taste just a little bit better this year. So, if anxiety and worry are the result of the actions most typically taken during this time of year when it comes to how we spend our time and finances, then how much more joy can be found by refusing to enter into that reality ever again. Instead, align your actions with your goals in support of your values and tell your money how to support this new healthy habit. You may not realize how many people look up to you or follow your example, but I assure you that you are a mentor to someone. So be an example of how you want to be seen And it will have a positive impact on your life, too. As each year gets a little bit better, and you find more ways to create positive and lasting memories, you will start to notice that the financial muscles being used are getting stronger and stronger. When this happens, anything is possible. But I can tell you that almost without fail, if I remember to take a second... And just breathe. I will resist the urge and I will stay the course that was already in motion before the distraction of that sale or that notification came into view. 
So after consulting the instructions one last time, they suggested putting water in the bladder where the sand was, and then came the final knockout punch. And the T-Rex was down for the count. Permanently this time. And now, leaking water and wet sand into the carpet. So after cleaning up the mess and requesting a refund, we returned the item to the nearest drop-off location, so we made a family trip over to purchase the item together. Okay, so it's time for a quote. Urgency will always compete for your attention, but some of the most important things in life may never compete for your attention. Dave Ramsey says, we should always move at the speed of cash. Now, I believe this principle, and it's worked out pretty good for him. So if you adopt this belief, just know that you are in good company too. So that is the challenge. Use your good judgment and your natural intuition to start intentionally focusing on the important things in your life. And you will find that with time, urgency will fade into the background and become so infrequent that you wouldn't even have room for it in your life ever again. Urgency is without a doubt tenacious. And without the filter of importance, urgency becomes corrosive to your way of life. We need to tune out the urgency when exercising our financial muscles. There's only four categories. Number one, urgent and important. Number two, urgent but not important. Number three, important but not urgent. And number four, not urgent and not important. I'm sure you can easily guess the two quadrants that should get the majority of your attention. That's right. Number one and number three become your focus. Two and four become someone else's problems. Or they're just simply ignored as not being relevant or not in support of your goals. This is good. You are now flexing the muscles that help you identify and isolate the influences in your routine that are not in support of your financial goals and values. In other words, they are not important. It turns out that the only way to truly remove it is to ignore it altogether. And to do that, you need to replace the focus with a view of only that which is truly important. All I could think about was everything I was going to have to do when the mini vacations were over. I can relate all too well to mounting anxiety and stress during the holidays and summer vacation seasons. I no longer wonder how it's all going to get done. I don't think about the work that I have to do and how my individual effort is somehow unreasonably contributing to the collective success or failure of the business or company. I made the necessary adjustments, and now I get to help others do that too. It's an incredible thing to help someone off this particular cliff, and I know there are many of you that can identify with these emotions and actions. I can tell you that there is life on the other side of urgency. You can start to eliminate urgency without importance from your daily routine and not feel guilty about it or even give it a second thought. This is when power can truly be found in the silence. Sometimes the best thing that you can do and the most powerful thing that you can do is nothing at all. Don't rationalize and justify. Don't 
try to explain. Don't take the action. Stop. Focus. Reflect. And breathe. When the leader was finally willing to provide input, the final word might be to provide a word of faith in the group's ability, closing with a statement of confidence that they would simply do the right thing. Being slow to speak and learning how to speak and do what is important rather than urgent causes you to slow down and speak and do less, but with greater impact. Start to build the muscles necessary to support greater progress on your journey to financial fitness. that's it. Season one is officially in the books. I just want to thank everyone again for making this such a successful first season and first podcast. I really am looking forward to next year. I don't do New Year's resolutions. Uh, You'll hear me talk more about that as we get into season two. Uh, But I do want to encourage everyone, find something uh, that you do want to improve. Make a small change. Learn from it. Make a larger change. Learn from that. Repeat the process. And I'll leave you with this quote, which you haven't heard yet in this season, uh, but you'll probably hear again next, next season. Everyone's heard it. Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Happy New Year.